Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right, we are back and we have got an amazing show on tap for you. Not only do we have the FWWC Round 11 pick them but we also have for the first time ever in a big shindig the 2019 end of the year awards uh i know we're into 2020 already forgive me you know we had planned to get it out before then illnesses happened you know life whatever we are here with you guys tonight and we're ready to go but before we go any further we have to thank our sponsors the russell talk podcast with joe and renee um, I gotta say, honestly, uh, Thursday night's last night's episode was great in the sense that, uh, you know, a lot of time we hear from a lot of, you know, independent talent, you know, uh, you know, famous wrestlers on the Rust Talk podcast. But last night, uh, there was a, so much great FWWC action on there. Um, you know, we were able to, you know, those of them that were able to call in were able to spend a lot of time uh, talking to Joe, talking to Renee. Uh, who without them, we would not exist. So, um, you know, if you haven't given it a listen, go ahead, uh, you know, get on YouTube, get on the Facebook page, check it out. Uh, but it was definitely, you know, a very special uh, and important show uh, for, for everybody involved and, and especially Joe and Renee. And again, you know, thanks them. Um, as always, without them, we would not uh, be here. But uh, with that all being said, we're going to get it kicked off right. As I said, I am Curtis Black, the general manager of the Blue Brand. And without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on my partner uh, on the show and the Red Brand general manager, Marcus Mayhem. Marcus, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm excited, man. And like you said, we got a lot to get into we have, like you said, the Pickums. We also have end of the year awards. We have a lot of surprises in store. So get your family, get your friends, get them online. And I'm telling you, the excitement is is a lot tonight. And I know you're just as excited. Oh, I, I really am. And you know, uh, honestly, uh, you know, we only get to this time of year once a year. We're a few weeks away from Royal Rumble. Obviously, you know, there's big things have been happening here over the last few weeks, and and we're getting down to it with the brand battle. We have seen two up score updates for round 12. 
um, you know, there's there's a potential uh, of you know it coming down to a tie um, in the end. So obviously, lots of stuff riding on what's been going on here over the last few weeks. But we're just waiting for those score updates now, as we're also waiting. Uh, for none other than uh, the board of directors and Night Owl to join us. Um, and once uh, we do have the Night Owl on the line, we will be going ahead and getting started um, with the pick'em here. Uh, but I'll go ahead and throw this out to you here, Marcus. As I said, you know, over the last few weeks, um, obviously, you know, been here or there, the holidays kind of make it difficult to maybe have uh, challenges as often as we typically do. Uh, but we have still seen people uh, build momentum over the last few weeks, like I said, coming into uh, potential Royal Rumble here in the next couple of weeks. Um, any thoughts on, on anybody specifically for you on the red brand who kind of stand out as, as people to be watched heading into Rumble time? You know, the and I think it's more than one. And something to look out for is the newly crowned European champion, Robert. And, you know, after he won the title for me by cashing in, which I'm still not mad about. I don't blame him. i do the same thing if it was the other way around. But ever since he's won that title, Big T and whatever craziness that's come along with him recently you know, that's going to be an interesting matchup. That's going to be an interesting program. Um, you know, Big T has asked or demanded, however you want to look at it, a chance for redemption for that European championship. Robert has accepted it, but has told him, hey, you're going to have to earn it. And right now he's currently going through three stages. If he can win two out of three, he will get his – Redemption, he would get his shot at the Royal Rumble. And as we saw tonight, he did get a win over Heel Deal, so he's got one out of three. And we're going to have a surprise matchup for him on Monday, so we're going to see how that goes. I mean, definitely. And, and I'm really excited uh, to see uh, where it goes as well. It's definitely interesting as Robert, you know, previously on Blue Brand and that has been uh, making a name for himself over on Red here over the last few weeks. So uh, intrigued to see what happens here. Um, that all being said, as we continue to wait and uh, wait for uh, the Night Owl to get connected with us here, as I said, we do have awards to give away and we are going to be giving awards. Uh, throughout the evening, and I think what we'll go ahead and do is we'll start off with a couple of awards here uh, as we wait uh, for the Night Owl, and, and once we do have Night Owl on the line, uh, we'll go ahead and get started with those here. Um, so uh, as we will uh, typically start off, you know, typically we start our Monday nights uh, with uh, Marcus and the Red Brand. So Marcus, uh, why don't you go ahead and give our first uh, award away of the year, um, and also maybe a little brief explanation of the individual. Or, or thoughts on the award? All right. Um, do we have some type of drum roll after I yeah. announce this? Um, I'm sure we can find first, something the, here. The first award we're going to get into is the Red Brand's Biggest Feud of the Year. And our winner for that is Drum Roll. Uh, let's find something here. It's not a specific drum Timmy. roll. Give me something, intern Timmy. Oh, here we go. I got something. Where is it? That'll have to work. All right. That's going to have to work. Let's see. The winner is... Uh Oh, of course, it is 
the feud between myself and Savior Saint. That's right. The winner of the biggest feud of the year on Red Brand is Mayhem versus Saint. And I got to tell you, speaking from the person who was involved in that, the back and forth between me and this dude was legendary. And, of course, it's well documented what I did, you know, taking over Red Brand and then kicking him out. You know, that was that was one of the most heelish moves ever in FWWC history. And to this day, me and Saint are still going back and forth. So, you know, the people have spoken, and I, I can't argue with it. I, I mean, you're right. And honestly, you know, seeing that all play out, I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, and, and we'll get to the Blue Brands rivalry of the year. And, and coincidentally, they kind of to work together interestingly here, but you're 100% right. Nobody had ever seen that happen before. Um, you know, to be honest, there were a lot of shocked people, myself included, um, as having recently come into a general manager position, you know, having faced off against somebody I knew very well. Uh, turned into to something I wasn't really expecting, but it, it's definitely made things interesting here um, and has definitely uh, added a new dynamic uh, to the brand battle uh, facing off against yourself. So um, with that being said, as I kind of teased, um, Red Brand's uh, rivalry of the year uh, does in a way kind of feed into Blue Brand's uh, rivalry of the year. Um, and as you'll notice, um, a lot of these do somewhat mirror what we saw happening on the page. And that's because of everybody that we see contributing um, and everybody that, you know, even if they're just a watcher of the page that has opinions on, on who they like or dislike and, and what happened throughout the year. And so uh, the rivalry of the year for the blue brand, um, I've just got to be honest, uh, was the saviors of funk versus La Familia. And that's been going on all year long as, you know, from, from really the moment that, you know, I took over uh, Blue Brand. You know, I, I, there had been problems with people with SOF. Um, there had been matches off and on. This, this is something that's been drug out, and and as honestly as you look tonight, still not over yet. As as there's still that feuding. So, um, congratulations uh, to everybody uh, involved in those feuds, both on Red and Blue Brand. Um, some of the best stuff we've seen all year. Uh, really, really excited uh, to see where we go uh, from here, uh, but but definitely some some great stuff there. Um, we are going to go ahead and uh, definitely speak with a few people here. Uh, we've got a few on hold, and we're going to go ahead and talk to them about uh, the awards that have been going out here, um, and as well as kind of what they're they're hoping to accomplish here uh, in 2020. And uh, for the, the first one person I want to go ahead and bring on is an individual. Uh, who has been involved in um, at least one of the, the uh, you know storylines or rivalries of the year, uh, and that being the one that took place on the blue brand between the SOF and La Familia, um, and that is yeah. none other than Tank yeah, Westbrook. Like Tank, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, Jim Curtis. How are you doing? Ah, do, doing all right. Uh, exciting, exciting night uh, here in the FWWC. Uh, that being said, uh, as it was just announced, uh, yourself, uh, along with the other members of uh, Saviors of Funk, uh, along with members of La Familia as well, uh, did go ahead and win Rivalry of the Year uh, for the Blue Brand uh, in the battles between yourselves. Uh, just love to get your thoughts on that. You know, Curtis, 
There's going to be a big old party tonight in the SOF. See, you know, can, can I talk a little bit about my match tonight, if you don't mind? Because um, it kind of pinpoints a little bit of the La Familia and the Saviors of Funk rivalry. You know, tonight you had me versus Big Papa Kirk. You see, La Familia, they want to run their mouth talking about I've lost my edge. See, they, they think and they can run their mouth. But it just proves a point that I have stuck to my guns, gotten under their skin. They want to continue talking about me. They want to continue talking about SOF. It just shows and proves a point that without us, there would be no true rivalry heat in the FWWC. Hey, I, I think that's a fair point. I think it can be argued uh, that, you know, as it's always put, you have to have uh, you know, your Batman to have your Joker switch it around, you know, same difference. You have to have your good, you have to have your bad. Um, that being said, Marcus is obviously somebody that's involved with La Familia um, as deeply as you are. Um, I would love to get your thoughts as well, you know, in regards to what Tank has said, and, and then we're going to get, uh, you know, we're going to get finished up with you here, Tank, because uh, I've been told that we do have the Night Owl on hold here, so we're going to get started with the pick here momentarily. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Honestly, you know, it, it's it's been a very deep and interwoven, you know, competition between the SOF and La Familia. But, you know, let's be real about it. You know, Tank's fresh in the water. Tank doesn't even count. I mean, we all know Tank just got here in the SOF. He doesn't understand what's going on. Tank just understands about Tank Westbrook. He doesn't know anything about the history that's going on right now. How could you say oh. that, Tank? How, how can I say that? How can I say that? Hmm. Let's see. See, I was part of the SPC who had the big, one of the biggest also rivals with the La Familia gang. So, you know what? They went away. I joined, and I kept up with the momentum of trying to tear down La Familia. Yes, we haven't teared, torn down La Familia, but you know what? We're not giving up. We're still blazing. We're still going at it, and we're going to tear down the house. We'll make sure somehow, some way, the, the SOF will never be forgotten. All right. Well, uh, definitely a strong way to go out. We want to thank you for Tank for joining us here. Uh, it's definitely going to be a busy night, so I want to thank you for your comments, and, and we'll see you on Monday night. See you later. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, and as I said here just a moment ago, uh, we do have uh, the night owl on the line. So as we go ahead and bring him on here uh, and intern Timmy, you can go ahead and do that for me. Do want to just briefly recap uh, for the night owl here as he's obviously very busy and has had a lot going on this evening uh, that we've really just given away our first award of the evening. That was rivalry on, on both of the brands and, and we're ready to get started with the pick And we want to go ahead and welcome all on uh, the Night Owl, member of the Board of Directors. How are you doing this evening, Night Owl? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. FWWC, we're super happy to be here. Obviously, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Some of you guys might know I've been a little bit under the weather this week. Uh, we had to do some rescheduling. I appreciate everybody's flexibility, but here we are, man, and probably the biggest pick that we've ever had in FWWC history with quite possibly the most loaded roster we've ever had in FWWC history. It's an honor to be here. I did want to note, because I am just getting off an airplane, can you please give me a, a recap of your winning of your winners for uh, rivalries for both brands? I'd like to make sure I make a note of that. 
Yes. Yeah, so for Blue Brand, the rivalry of the year uh, was the Saviors of Funk versus La Familia. Uh, really, just kind of what's gone on here over the last twelve months. It's hard to pick out a specific rivalry of that. And then I will allow Marcus to go ahead and let you know for Red. And on Red Brand, our biggest feud of the year was between myself and SOS Savior Saint, which was very well documented. And Night Owl, I remember just like it was yesterday when I kicked Saint out from his GM spot and took over, and the outrage from your voice was beautiful. Well, you know what? I, I'd rather not rehash that, but since, you know, you guys did win an award for it, I also want to point out that it wasn't too long ago that I sat from my offices late one night watching as um, who I thought somebody with high integrity in class, Sister Haas, went over to take over temporarily as the Blue Brand GM, and, and we know the, the disaster and ruckus that she caused even before that move mayhem. So, you know, the way I look at it, there's good reason that, you know, two top spots on both sides are going to this rivalry, whether it be two two individual men in Saint and in Mayhem or La Familia versus SOF. I know there's been a lot of uh, talk about some of the, the newcomers that have shown up here. And as much as I hate to agree with the man, you know, Matis, um issued a very short but I think very uh, praiseworthy comment in saying that be careful what you wish for. Everybody wants to come in and kick the biggest bully in the shin and punch him in the nose, and we've seen that. Now the SOF is a force to be reckoned with in their own right, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it against them, and as is well documented, I wouldn't recommend it against La Familia either. If I could advise anything to any new faction, returning faction uh, in the FWWC, is just make sure you do your homework, study up, because we've seen a lot of good people go down. I mean, when I say go down, I mean six feet under uh, because some of the people involved in on both sides, as a matter of fact. I mean, it just – Curtis Black, you know, and Marcus Mayhem, you you know that there's a dark side to all of us. And I, I don't think there's two better guys to speak on that than you guys. So be careful what you wish for. Masks and cool editing is all well and good, but things get quite serious around here. So leave your feelings at the door. That said, gentlemen, are we ready to move on to the pick'em? I'm ready to roll. Yes, I'm excited. Ready. Yeah, things get a little intense when the night owl shows up. Huh? It's gonna be a big <laughs> night, guys. Let's get into it. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor to to host tonight round eleven. FWWC Pick'em, where the red brand will be picking against the blue brand, selecting from free agents in mystery boxes, using the points that they accumulated in round 11. Mayhem, you being the winner of round 11, can you remind everybody how many points you and your brand were able to accumulate during that round? Uh, Let me double check. I believe... Eleven. Oh, you are incorrect, sir. I have the notes right here. Red Brand has twelve points, and Blue Brand has eleven. I think he. I think he might have just baited you, Curtis. I think he wanted you to say that. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But 
My you know. goodness. So what else is new with La Familia? Uh, <laughs> anyway, can we keep those shenanigans to a minimum, Mayhem? We've got a lot of work to do here tonight. From what I understand, you guys have a lot of awards to give away after this as well, and I know the reaction from the FWWC is going to be off the chain. Correct. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm oh. ready. I'm ready. All right. Awesome. Well, before we get started, let me uh, just give a couple, a couple shout-outs. Uh, shout-outs to both general managers for everything you guys have done to get us here, and to all the competitors, both old and new. There's people coming back from before. There's new people showing up, and there's people that have been here trekking away that are, that are continuing to do it, and the momentum is picking up. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but just a couple of hours before we went from 2019 to 2020, we hit our 2019 goal of 500 members in the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion. For that reason, I think you guys should give yourselves a round of applause. Let's go ahead and do that together. Round of applause to the FWC on the whole. And well done. Well done, everybody. Right off the top of my head, I'd have to say that from any given moment, we have anywhere between 30 and 40 active competitors, and that is a little – that's a little bit higher, I think, than we've ever had before. After tonight, those numbers only go up, gentlemen, which means there's going to be some additional roster spots available tonight. So before we even get into the pick you guys get one additional roster spot each, meaning that you may not even have to drop someone to pick up the free agent that you want most. Can we get a round of applause for that as well, please? Woo! Additional roster spot, yeah. Got to make yeah, more room for the family, about. right, guys? All right. That's Hell good yeah. stuff. All right. All that said, the pleasantries are out of the way. Enter Timmy, go ahead and hit that drop for me one more time as the red brand goes on the clock, and I'll immediately start giving you descriptions of the free agents so that you can make your choice. Go ahead, Timmy. All right. The points that you have can be used, again, for either free agents or mystery boxes. Here are the value of the free agents currently available, starting from the lowest to the highest. This is how the BOD has ranked the incoming free agent pool. Starting with number four, a man who's come in, already made an impact. He's got a soft and lovable name, and he's a guy that we know out from the Virginia, West Virginia area, doing a lot of work behind the scenes over at EPPW. Ladies and gentlemen, the first free agent available tonight, worth, worth totaling four points, is the one, the only, Huggy Bear. Right above him at slot number three, a guy that's dark and mysterious like no other. He seems like he's done this before, maybe in another time or another place, but there's a guy that likes to rock the red like if he was from Kansas City or something, but he's not. No, I'm talking about the one and only red rum coming in at four points if you guys so wish to draft him. In the number two spot in this free agent pool, a guy who – maybe does or doesn't have history in the group. I don't think I've ever introduced somebody like that before. All I know that this incarnation of this individual is the roughest, toughest son of a gun that I've ever met coming out of the state of Arizona in Death Valley. That's right. He's got a 10-gallon hat, and he's got a 12-pound gun. His name is Rick Maverick, and he can be yours for five points. And last but not least, this is a young man that has recently taken the FWWC by storm. People want to face him. People want to join him. People want to get under the mask. People want to actually even poke at him to try to see if they can get a reaction. I'm not even sure. I'm happy this guy is here because he kind of gives me the creeps. I'm talking about the masked man, El Diablo. And El Diablo is also available tonight. 
for a total of five points. In addition to those free agents, you guys have the option of choosing from one of two mystery boxes. Each mystery box is worth a total of two points. Obviously, it's in the name. I can't tell you what the mystery box is until you choose it. Mystery box number one or mystery box number two. General managers, do you understand? I do, but I believe intern Timmy is sending you a note. So why don't you go look at your notes? Yes. Um, There there seems to be maybe some confusion from intern Timmy. No, 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 no. I'm telling you guys right now, there is no confusion. I, I refuse. Let me be clear. Lord Okami is a competitor who has shown me something. But he was not worthy of being in this free agent pool. I am sorry. This is not an error. This is not an oversight. I'm happy he's here. I'm glad he's formed a faction with Voorhees and El Diablo. But unless you're competing on a regular basis and showing your face on the page, not just commenting down below, but if you're not here to promo, you're not here to play. You may be a lord where you come from, but in the FWWC, you got to do the work. So if the promos are not there to back it up, then guess what? You're not going to be in the in the eligibility to be drafted. You can still compete as a free agent. Don't feel disrespected. But if you're not on this list tonight, you've got something to prove. Does that does that come out nice and clear for you, general managers, as well? One hundred percent. Activity is king, and I think that's something. Whether you're SOF, La Familia, Devils, Demons, Deliverers, or whatever, I think that's something we can all agree on. Absolutely. Well, thank you, and I and I and I appreciate you guys making an effort to to, to kind of put his name out there. I know there's a lot of fans that are going to be disappointed by that, but the standards in 2020 are only going to go up in the FWWC, and there's good reason for that. And, and I'm sure that if he puts forth the effort, he could see himself potentially drafted to red or blue brand in the upcoming pick'em, if there is one, because we all know at the end of round 12, anything, and I mean anything, can happen. We're not going to go into that right now. All that said, Mayhem, you've had plenty of time to think about the available free agents. The question is, sir, who are you and your brand going to roll with? Well, after considering what is available in front of me, I've decided to use my five points in draft El Diablo to Red Brand. Congratulations, sir. El Diablo is now the newest member of the FWWC Red Brand. Very good choice. Mayhem, I got to ask you, what have you seen in Diablo that makes you want to do business with him? You know, he, in a way, kind of reminds me of another person that I'm very familiar with, but we're not going to talk about the other Mayhem guy, but he causes so much chaos. He, he's got everyone's talking. He's got everyone's attention, and that's what we need on Red Brand. That's what the FWWC needs is someone who is going to move the needle, and El Diablo is someone who is willing to put in the work 
and move the needle. Absolutely well said. And, you know, being a spectator, a supporter, and also a loyal member of the FWWC, you want to do something in this group, you've got to make waves from the very beginning. And there's no doubt El Diablo has absolutely done that. Intern Timmy, why don't you go ahead and cue up that drop as the blue brand has an opportunity to make their very first pick during round 11 of the FWWC Pick'em. Now, just as a reminder to everybody, we still have three free agents available. That's Huggy Bear, four points, Red Rum, four points, and Rick Maverick, five points. There are also two mystery boxes available, each worth two points. Curtis Black, I don't want to rush you or anything, but if you're ready, man, you're more than welcome uh, to make your selection. Yeah, I. this, is, this feels a little strange to me because – I, I got a feeling uh, I'm going to regret this, but you got to go big or go home, and we're almost at the end of the brand battle. So uh, with my first pick, I'm going to go ahead and take the five points and pick up Rick Maverick to the blue brand. All right. Congratulations on a, on a wonderful selection. I personally, as you heard my excitement when I was announcing him, I happen to know that Rick Maverick is not only somebody that is all the things I described him to be when I made my intro, He's actually a real, true professional wrestler. And what makes that special is if anybody knows about promoing and competitiveness, it's this guy. If you could get him on the right track, Curtis, I think you might have made the selection of the night. I'm excited to see what we can get, what, what's going to happen here uh, once we get him over on blue. Really, really excited. Awesome. All right, well, insert Timmy, hit that drop so we can continue through the pick and see who the red brand is going to be, who or what, I should say, the red brand is going to be selecting next. Go ahead and hit it. Now, Mayhem, before you jump in here with your selection, uh, I did also want to take a quick moment uh, to thank our sponsors, me, <laughs> from the Wrestle Talk <laughs> podcast. Uh, always honored uh, to have the opportunity to host the FWWC segment, guys. You know, uh, last night uh, during the Russell Talk podcast, we had an outstanding number of, of, of people call in and represent the FWWC. It was our 2019 recap show. We had a lot of fun, man. We had people from all over the pro wrestling scene call around, promoters, wrestlers, and even people here from the FWWC, and it was intense. Uh, I love the energy. I've been told before by a few people that maybe it's a little weird to do that during a, a podcast that – you know, it's relatively well-known in the Midwest. But you know what? The energy that the group brings is something that can't be replaced by anything. No matter how great the interviews are and the, you know, Hall of Famers we talk to or the indie darlings we talk to, the FWC always brings something unique. And it's always a lot of fun. The trash talking in the group is my favorite thing pretty much anywhere. So make sure you guys carry your heads high when you think about the FWWC because the Wrestle Talk podcast is always going to provide a home for it. And, and we're always going to continue to sponsor because it's such a great opportunity for anybody who loves wrestling to step out of just being a fan and be able to compete without, you know, going into physical harm or anything like that. So much love. And, and you know, the Wrestle Talk podcast and the FWC are going to move forward, uh, holding hands in tandem, hopefully for a very long time. And I know there's a lot of mutual respect there. So I wanted to make sure that I threw that out there and, and prayed the, the proper, uh, you know, respect and props to, to both sides. Uh, that said, Mayhem, you know what to do, brother. Your choices are Red Rum, four, Huggy Bear, four, and two mystery boxes, each worth two points. 
Oh, boy. You know, this is kind of a tough one. Uh, but I am going to use four points and pick up red rum onto red brand. Right. Red rum onto red brand. And that is going to cost you four points, my friend. Congratulations on picking up another one. And I don't know what it is, guys, and maybe you guys can help me understand this because both of you have your own dark sides. What is it about the FWWC that attracts these beings, these these creatures, these monsters that just want to kill and destroy everything? I, I can't seem to get the attraction, but, man, it makes for some damn good entertainment. I'll tell you that. Shock value makes money. Yeah, controversy creates cash. I mean, well, I just I said it better say, myself. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, guys. Take a stab at it. Um, you know, picking up red rum onto red brand is going to put the smile, the biggest smile on one of my top superstars, Voorhees. Voorhees, if you're listening, you owe me for this one. Oh, I see some competition brewing. Curtis, what did you want to jump in and say? Oh, I was just going to say, like, you know, speaking from, you know, the psychopaths put away right now, but it just, it's, I think they have fun in scaring people. I think it's like the primary motivation. They want to make as many people as scared as they can. And hey, that works here because it, it gets people to, to tune in. So, hey, I, I got, if it works, don't hate on it. So, so is it safe to say that the FWWC is a kind of a rated R version of Monsters, Inc.? I say that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love that movie. I'm a sucker for Pixar. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, you're good, that man. said, <laughs> intern Timmy, go ahead and hit that drop because it's time to get the Blue Brand's uh, next selection in tonight's FWWC Pick'em for round 11. All right. Um, well, I'm going to take a chance here because um, none of those mystery boxes have been touched up to this point. Um, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and take mystery box number two. Mystery box number two. Go ahead and pull out the envelope here. For the record, not even yours truly, the Night Owl, leader of the VOD, is allowed to look at these before. Okay. And as I tear it open here, we must be doing good. We got these fancy envelopes now. <laughs> uh, all right, number two, Curtis Black, you and the Blue Brand are now entitled to a mid-card title match cross-brand, meaning you can select one superstar from your roster to face a current champion on Red Brand to potentially take their championship. Here's the craziest thing of all. This all has to happen within the next 30 days. That's right. Within the next 30 days, you can choose someone, anybody on your roster, to challenge for a red brand mid-card championship. Congratulations, sir. Awesome Mm, selection. That's fun. I like that. That's fun. And I'll tell you what, 
in conversations with the rest of the BOD, how many titles are on each brand is definitely going to pay a factor in our final outcome of the FWWC brand battle. So, you know, if it's if the scales are tipping heavy on one side where all the belts are at, that might actually work in their favor as we find out who wins year two of the heated FWWC brand battle. Again, excellent choice, but intern Timmy, it's time to hit that drop because we still got to finish up the pick em, baby. You know, I'm still a little wary about these mystery boxes. You know, I still haven't forgotten what that ashy needed lotion clown did the last time I picked a mystery box. I got doinked. But this time, I'm going to go for mystery box one. And I swear to God, if this is some kind of zoink, ashy clown box... I'm going to leave the podcast. I'm going to leave the studio. And I'm going to go find the nearest crack house. I'm going to look for him. Okay. <laughs> well, I would advise against that mayhem. I mean, that may not help you in trying to win the FWWC brand battle. But, hey, everybody does, does what they need to do to cope with stress. I understand. <laughs> that said, I've already got the envelope in my hand. I'm going to go ahead and open it up. All right. And here it is. Sir, for two points, the FWWC Red Brand is now in possession of an additional entry into the main event of FWWC Royal Rumble for the Warriors Heart Championship, the top prize in the game currently being held by Nightmare Jones. That means that you, sir, will have an advantage going into that main event and having the opportunity to bring that championship back over to a red brand roster member. Congratulations, Marcus Mayhem. That is absolutely huge for you and the rest of red brand. Well done. You know, it's always good to bring the top goal back to the red brand where it belongs. Now I got to ask you a question and I'm not, I don't mean to stir the pot and I don't want to make you upset Mayhem because I know you're a guy that's, that's got a, got a short fuse, but not only is the Warriors Heart Championship in another sub-faction, right, in, in the uh, in the Vultures of Violence with Nightmare Jones, it's also on the blue brand right now, as is the Intercontinental Championship, a belt that I know that you've always coveted greatly, okay? My question is, as well as the Legends Championship, my question is, what would it mean to you to be able to bring back the Warriors Heart Championship, not only to the red brand, but potentially into your very own fold? with the Death Hawks? You know, it would mean a lot because at the end of the day, I do what's best for business and I do what's best for my brand. And even if I have to get one of my guys to take that belt from Nightmare Jones, who rightfully does not deserve it right now, it belongs in the hands hands of real competitors like myself and Heel Deal and the European champion Robert. So, yes, it doesn't matter who it is. It comes back to me. That's what's (laughs) going to happen. 
wouldn't be surprised to see La Familia in an episode of Maury coming up soon. It sounds like you guys are I'm sorry. I don't want to pass judgment, but hey. man, y'all got a lot of beef going on right now. I'll say my some of y'all seem pretty dysfunctional. We, at least one family's on the same page over here. Y'all seem y'all seem like you're cracking at the seams. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. My, my goodness. Well, that being said, I do have to ask a question because we got to get Curtis Black back in here to make his last selection. Uh, which is kind of obvious at this point, but you know there's a lot of stuff going on between you guys with uh, with with um, um, Royal Rumble. You know the potential for the hardcore match and then the tag team match. I mean, uh, how are you guys feeling on both sides, ma'am? I know this is very personal to you as well as as Curtis Black. Um, how you guys thinking things are going to play out, particularly with the tag come Royal Rumble? Because that's only three weeks away, ladies and gentlemen, if you can believe it. You know, I, I feel pretty good about what's going on, you know, the SOF, you know, Grim Reefers finally decide to put on their big boy underwear and put up those belts against myself and Mata because as it's been thrown out there, we got screwed out of those titles and we're coming back to reclaim with ours. Now, I'm not worried about this mystery box Curtis has. He can challenge whenever he wants. He can challenge on Monday, Royal Rumble, it doesn't matter. Because my boys, my guys, we're going to step up and we're going to handle business. So Royal Rumble is going to be the same as it always is. Red Brand is going to come out on oh top my God, and we're right going to win. Stop. Enter Timmy. Hit the breaking news. I have breaking oh. news for everybody here. I'm so sorry to interrupt the pick and, and we're, we're Ladies and gentlemen, an incredible turn of events going back and watching the uh, Friday Night Live Challenge final scores. We actually do have a decided winner. Hardcore Sis is your new number one contender for Daniel Grimm's Hardcore Championship, and they will be facing off against each other. Oh, my goodness. I'm reading the details now. Hardcore Sis and El Mata. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I apologize. They, what? Same so shit, he appeared out of man. nowhere. And he knocked out Daniel Grimm while the official was not looking, giving Hardcore Sis the opportunity to get the one, two, three. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm watching the replay right now. It's, it's incredible to believe that this rivalry between La Familia and SOF is, is getting hotter than it already was. Guys, we weren't sure, but here you have it. And now two of, I think, the most annoying – <laughs> superstars in the FWWC. And when I say that affectionately, because these two are relentless like nobody else. These guys, these, they're going to tear each other apart. I know whose side you guys are each on. Any comments on this incredible turn of events? Same shit, different day. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course. I mean, as much as Hardcore Sis can get on my nerves sometime. She is still my sister in arms, and this is something that is well-deserved. And regardless of how it happened, Hardcore Sis will be taking that Hardcore Championship away from Daniel Grimm at the Royal Rumble. So Hardcore Sis, you go, you go handle business, bring the gold back to La Familia where it belongs, and then hold on to it because then I'm going to end up taking it eventually. 
Uh, yeah, okay. So here's what I got to say. And anybody who knows me has heard me saying this for a long time. My time as GM is almost up. And everybody who knows me knows how badly I want to get back in action and how important that motherfucking title is to me. So Whoa, it doesn't Curtis, matter relax, if Grim walks Calm out down. with it. It doesn't matter if Sis walks out with it. It doesn't matter what happens because the next person who holds it I'm coming after them to take back what is rightfully mine that I never lost but surrendered because I was now GM of the Blue Brand. So I will be seeing whoever holds that title very, very soon. Well, I guess that's where the rubber meets the road with the SOF. As soon as we started talking about the hardcore championship, it it doesn't matter if it's Daniel Grimm or anybody. Hey, listen, I'm going to stay out of your way, Curtis Black. That was a little bit too hot for me. I'm going to step out of that kitchen. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible late-breaking news here on the FWWC tonight during the pick of all times. And all I can say is I don't know how we don't see this crap coming any, uh, yet after all these years with El Mata. Making his presence felt very early, okay? <laughs> and, and, and not really giving anybody any clue why he was going to be at the show. I just saw him show up and go into the locker room. And here you have it, right at the very end of tonight, just another disgusting display, uh, a lack of professionalism, and just flat-out cheating Marcus Mayhan on behalf of La Familia. I know you got to do what you got to do, but, I mean, a match like that should be allowed to finish on its own. Nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, I I don't know how you're not even a little embarrassed. No, I'm not embarrassed. You're not ahead, embarrassed. I'm, in, I'm frustrated and embarrassed, and I'm sick of this stuff constantly happening. But it, it is what it is. You know, uh, We all realize where we stand, so um, we're going to go forward, and I have every confidence Grimm is going to take care of it. Now, again, I'll see him afterwards, but I, those two are going to tear each other apart. It's going to be bloody and ugly. And Especially after this. Probably, can you imagine Daniel Grimm is going to be livid after he – and and he oh, and Mata clocked him right in the chin. There, there's no question there's about it. Tape. I mean, he's even he's posting fun right tape. now. Like, there's no way they're gonna be able to show that match live because they got to be able to cut it off if something goes way out of sorts, which it very well may. So we'll see. Well, what you happens. know how the FW it's gonna be insane. Oh, yeah. Just mayhem. All I gotta say is that you know. Mata, regardless of what the night out has to say, anyone else says, Mata is a man of integrity. He is a guy who oh, looks he out it tonight. for oh, others. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, of course. You see, you see what what Mata did. See, this is the reason why Mata has integrity. You see, Mata could have just low blowed him, kicked him in the nuts, hit him with a chair. No, no, that's not what Mata does. He looks you in the eye. And he knocks you out. You cold cocked him. That's why I respect Mata. Oh, I'm getting reports from insiders behind stage that uh, Daniel Grimm is now rampaging backstage looking for El Mata. Apparently, oh, he's very angry. We've got to get and some security right now. Like clear in house. So I don't know what's going on in the FWWC right now, but clearly there's a lot. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, Curtis Black, that said, we, we got to go ahead and try to wrap this thing up, man. You have yeah. one final selection in it. I know it's going to be difficult to move forward with that on your mind, 
but it's pretty simple now. There's one um, one th- one free agent available, and that is Huggy Bear. No, for sure. And, you know, with the blue brand, you know, we, we like to say, you know, opportunities, what's happened here. He, he had a match night. It didn't go his way, but I was, I was intrigued by what I saw. So uh, the final pick for blue brand, we are going to go ahead and pick up Huggy Bear uh, to the blue brand for those four points. And that'll bring us to the end of the pick for the night. <laughs> it absolutely does. And, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I got to get to the back to try to figure out what the hell is going on with Daniel Graham and, uh, get control uh, of this whole situation, which once again, La Familia, El Mata causing mayhem. Uh, no, no, no pun intended there, buddy. Uh, you know, here in the FWWC, but I'm glad we were able to get through the pick them guys. I really do appreciate everybody's hard work. Thank you for supporting the Wrestle Talk podcast. I got to get out of here. I'd love to stay and chat with you guys the rest of the night, but this is this is getting out of hand, and I got to do something about it because we're not going to allow any shenanigans like this at Royal Rumble. I promise you that. Catch you guys at Esports. Everybody have a good night. Uh, grace and peace to everybody. Remember, we're moving to Tuesdays next week. WrestleTalkPodcast.com every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Love you guys, man. Have a good one. Peace. Later. All right. Well, we got a lot to cover. We got a lot of callers to, to get uh, on as well. Uh, but really, uh, I don't. Marcus, where do you want to start here? We've got Obviously, the pick just happened. We've got reactions. We've got people wanting to give their feedback, but we have a lot of awards that we need to give away as well here. So um, why don't we – I'm going to hit a couple of awards. Let's do for blue and red, and then we'll, we're going to go around the callers. So I'm going to go ahead and start <laughs> us off here uh, for the blue brand for our awards. The next award we're going to give out is the rising superstar in the FWWC blue brand. Um, and this was pretty, uh, this I'm going to be honest, this was pretty much a landslide for this individual. Um, you know, there, there were definitely some others in competition, but uh, when you come in pulling off victories against people like Savior Saint Daniel Grimm, um, you know, you are going to, you know, make a name for yourself pretty quickly as a free agent. Um, so that being said, the rising superstar of the year award is going to go to Lilith. So congratulations to Lilith for that. Uh, Marcus, uh, why don't you go ahead and fill us in on your similar award? All right. You know what? This was also a landslide and, you know, me and you can both agree on this. Uh, the, the fans, the, the, the locker room spoke. And the winner for our Red Brand Rookie of the Year goes to none other than Bishop. And I have to say that Bishop is very deserving of such a award as this because the second he came into the FWWC, he has been nonstop. He is always active, and, you know, as his tag partner, Madman Joe, has spoken of, even through his personal trials and tribulations, Bishop still held on strong. He took on the best of the best, and now he is the top champ on Red Brand. And I, I think no better way to go ahead and introduce the individual than the way you just did. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the Universal Heavyweight Champion and the top champion on Red Brand. Bishop, obviously we've had a lot going on tonight. I want to welcome you here and congratulations 
on being the Red Brand Rookie of the Year. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's an honor to receive this award. And now I hold the UHC, and I'm ready to take on all challenges. Uh, well, that being said, um, obviously, you know, we're coming up to one of our biggest pay-per-views of the year at FWBC Royal Rumble, um, and, you know, a lot of people are going to be expecting to see uh, that title at least represented. Can you tell us a little bit about what we should expect from Bishop here as we head uh, towards Royal Rumble and, and obviously then towards Universe Mania? Well, as many of you know, that at the Royal Rumble, you get to see the Prophets of Madness go head-to-head. You get to see two brothers go at it for the top title on the on the red brand. Now, Madman Joe has the United States title. I'm rocking the UHC. But see, Madman Joe, if you want the title, you're going to have to go through me, and that's no easy task. I mean, definitely, and and to to see uh, you know the prophets facing off and 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 seeing them you know go is definitely be uh, an interesting fight and and one I'm very excited to see the outcome of. Um, that being said, here Marcus, any uh, questions for your top champion here? Uh, we're going to kind of be short on time as we do have a number of callers and a number of awards to give away here this evening. You know, seeing that you have to fight your tag brother. At the Royal Rumble for your coveted UHC title, do you see, you know, the whole fighting someone who's so close and personal with you, who knows you inside and out? You know, you, do you see that as some kind of distraction? You know, you get in the ring and you're looking across and you see Madman Joe. I mean, the wave of emotions that should be going through you is that going to hinder you in any type of way? Oh, no, not at all, because, you see, just like in any family, brothers fight. And so Madman knows how I feel about him. I know how he he feels about me. But this is for the UHC, so that means that for that night only, we're going to have to put our personal feelings aside and find out who's the better member of the Prophets of Madness. Will Bishop walk out still UHC, or will Madman Joe walk out a double champion? Only time will tell, and we'll find out at the Royal Rumble. All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to keep moving along here, Bishop. But any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go tonight? Thank you for the award. And one thing. Lately, I did have been hearing one of Red Brand's newest members calling our brother Brown Bear, and that's El Diablo. El Diablo... If you come looking for the bear, you're going to get what you asked for. All right. Well, definitely very to the, uh, very to the point, as always. So uh, we do want to thank Bishop for joining us here, and uh, we're just going to keep it moving right along here. Uh, Marcus, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit us with the next uh, Red Brand exclusive award that we have for the evening. The next award we're going to get into – is our most improved red superstar. And ladies and gentlemen, that award goes to none other than Dougie Fresh. And I got to say, from the time Dougie has arrived at the FWWC and his very well-documented losing streaks, 
being the underdog, being the guy who couldn't win to save his life, who couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag. And this year, it it seemed like that was going to be the same same thing for him. And then he just got some kind of, you know, newfound confidence and won the Hybrid Television Championship, his first title in his long tenure here. And I got to say, I'm very impressed with, you know, the, the grit Dougie Fresh has, you know, shown in the FWWC since he's been here. I I can't argue with any of that. So I think the best thing for us to do now is to force Dougie Fresh to come on the air to accept his award. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the one, the only Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh, how are you doing this evening? Oh, y'all forcing me to make a speech, are you? Yep, you're you're on the clock. Well, good luck because I got a mouthful of cheese balls. But I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who voted for me. Uh, y'all voted for the right person, and I got to give a uh, little uh, correction to Marcus there. I won the hybrid championship not once but twice. Thank you very much. And I think that uh, second winning of it kind of put me over the edge against some of the people I was up against in the polls. So thank you to everybody who voted for me. You, you, like I said, you voted for the right guy, and uh, I won't let you down in 2020 either. All right. Well, very much to the point here. I don't know. We have a lot of questions for you. We'll we'll let you get back to the, the munching on the cheese balls. Uh, but you have a good night here, Dougie Fresh, and uh, we'll see you on Monday night at the uh, live challenge. I'll be there. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll keep it moving here. Uh, the next – now, we did not have a most improved on Blue Brand, so we're going to go ahead and go with the uh, FWWC Blue Brand Tag Team of the year, uh, and I was a little surprised by this, and I understand there was some heated competition for the tag team of the year, both in the blue brand as well as the tag team overall, and we'll get that here in just a minute uh, or just a little bit here, but we did see none other than the hefty boys come out with the late surge in votes and pull off uh, the blue brand tag team of the year, so we want to just go ahead and say congratulations to them. Um, both uh, <clears throat> Brickwall James Butkus as well as Hardcore Haas uh, for winning uh, the Tag Team of the Year. And I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Marcus here for his, uh, Ribbon's next award. All right. Our next award will also be our Tag Team of the Year on Red Brand. And it is none other than, let's see, oh, of course, Heaven's Demons which consists of myself and El Monta, one of the greatest tag teams to have ever done it, one of the most scrutinized tag teams to have ever lived. But that's okay because the people have spoken, and it is obvious that we are the best on red. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not going to argue with it. it. I'm not going to lose my breath over it. There's you guys nothing to title. argue. See, see in, in in that case, you're right. There is nothing to argue for Red Brand because you guys did legitimately, you know, you held the titles. 
you deserve the rank of tag team of the year. I guess my my issue is obviously, you know, with the FWWC tag team of the year. We we might as well just go over that one now. Um, and you know, if we want to run through real quickly the rest of our our brand individuals, so we can get to you know the FWWC as a whole. Because I know we are starting to run a little short on time. We got about a half hour left of, of our scheduled time. Um, but I just I feel it's a little awkward. Uh, that the tag champions are not getting any recognition as tag teams of the year, whether it's on a specific brand or whether it's as the FWBC as a whole. Now, again, I understand that this was, you know, primarily, you know, the crowd voting primarily, you know, driven by the fans. Uh, but I just, that, that seems to rub me a wrong way. I've, I've, my, my petition's been heard. You know, it is what it is. It's not going to change anything, but I do find it a little strange. There are a bunch of frauds. That's the reason why they're not on the ballot. They are fraudulent tag teams. They were handed the tag teams by some ashy, dusty-looking dude. They know it. The fans know it. And that is the reason why, whether you want to go with it or not, uh, Grim Reefers are frauds. And we're going to expose them, me and Mata, at the Royal Rumble for the frauds that they are. All right. Well, uh, with that being said here, uh, we're going to keep it moving. I'm going to run through. I've got two more awards here for the FWWC Blue Brand. We'll let Marcus finish off the red, and we will move to the FWWC as a whole awards for the year. Uh, That being said, the FWWC Blue Brand promo skills for the year, we went ahead and uh, the, the crowd, the audience voted, and Tank Westbrook, did win a promo skills of the year for the FWBC blue brand and blue brand superstar of the year, triple champ, call him big dick. If you want Daniel Grimm. Um, is that, be- yeah, that's fine. You don't have to, this is what we refer to him around the SOF house. Um, that being said, I'm going to throw it over to Marcus here. Allow him to go ahead and finish off the FWWC red brand. Uh, That's disgusting. Towards. All right, all right. Last two we're going to get into is our red brand best promo skills. That award goes to none other than El Mata. And, you know, there's no questioning the man when it comes to promos. He drops hottest promos, and he doesn't even have to drop a promo as much as everyone else. His one promo equals to, what, about five of every other normal peon on the roster. So well-deserving of that award. And also, our Red Superstar of the Year also goes to none other than El Mata. And was there even a question that he was going to win that award I mean, he is just, he is so good at what he does, and it affects everyone. It uplifts everybody on Red Brand. It makes them better. So Don't gag well your heart while you're blowing him. Jesus. It's the truth. My God. It's the truth. Oh, Says the guy who now. refers to to his partner as Big Dick Champion. Do you say that? Hey, he's not my partner. Hey. 
Do we want to start talking about what happens in the backstage? Because we can. If you really want to go there, Mr. Mayhem. We can start bringing up you and Mr. Big Dick. And, and all that backstage shenanigans we've seen. Okay, let's go into the FWWC. Yep, that's what I thought. Yep, okay. So we'll start it off here, and I'll start off with the face of the year. And I'm just going to do that because you're up. You, yeah, that's never going to happen. So the the FWWC face of the year, I, I congratulate him again here. We had him on just a short while ago. Dougie Fresh pulled off the win. And the feel-good moment of the year when he pulled off and won his first title. Obviously, you know the second was great as well, but but that first one after years of struggle. Congratulations to Dougie Fresh for winning the FWWC Face of the Year. Oh well, you know I you, you can't help but to root for the little guy. So. You know, Dougie Fresh, I mean, there's a lot of stiff competition for that award, but well-deserved Dougie Fresh. Now, for my side of the coin, the FWWC Heel of the Year, once again, goes to none other than El Mata. And you want to know how much of a heel he is. If it's so bad where the guy has the group shut down. That about does it right there. If he can take down a whole corporation by himself, that just shows what type of heel this man is and the power that he has. I mean, it's it's enough said right there. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I may dislike the guy, but you're not wrong. Um, so... I'm going to go ahead and I'll present my final uh, or present one of the final awards. I'll let Marcus go ahead and take the final two after this um, because, you know, for one of them, I just don't agree. And the other one, well, you'll understand here when he announces it. But I am going to go ahead and announce the FWWC Female Superstar of the Year. And and this one is bound to cause some controversy. Uh, But I'm going to say, you know, your fans voted it in. Your fans made the decision. The superstar of the year is a superstar who retired a few months ago from the FWWC, and that is none other than the Enchantress. Now, I'm sure we'll see her around um, you know, at some point again soon, or at least I'm hoping that we do. She's a hell of a competitor, but congratulations to the Enchantress on maintaining that razor-thin lead that she held on to and pulling off FWWC uh, female superstar of the year. You know, like you said, there was some controversy. There was some, you know, blowback about her being on the ballot due to, you know, her retiring. But, you know, it wasn't too long ago she was competing. And as much as she's done within that year warranted her to be on the ballot, whether, you know, people think she deserves it or not, you know, I think she's she's earned it. And she deserves the respect that she's gotten. Yeah, one hundred percent. And 
Um, you know, I know that she's not really I know she's not currently listening, uh, but but word's getting back to her. So, you know, if she does come back and listen again, congratulations on, on winning female superstar of the year. Um, and, you know, again, selfishly, I hope to see, I hope we see you back uh, at some point here. But uh, Marcus, why don't you go ahead and, and finish off the last two awards that we got and uh, we'll go ahead and talk to the people we've got on hold here, get some reactions and, and get on out of here. All right, the next one we're going to get into is probably the one that Curtis Black is strongly against, and that is the FWWC Tag Team of the Year, which, to a surprise, went to the Hefty Boys. And, you know, Curtis, I I can see why out of all the tag teams that's been in FWWC within the year, like even mm. Heaven's Demons or anybody that's held like granted there's been two people that have held the title in that time. But like seriously, the tag champions aren't even like one set of the tag champions aren't the tag uh, I'm gonna leave it alone. Sorry, I said I'd leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. No, it's fine, Curtis. And you know, we we can understand some people out there who don't understand why the hefty boys were voted as let alone you know, the blue brand tag team of the year, but overall the whole group, the tag team of the year. And, you know, they haven't won any titles or, you know, have they had that signature win in the group? And, you know, to a lot of people, no. But to some others, it, maybe it's something about them. Maybe it's because they love Hardcore Hoss and they got a lot of love for them. I don't know. But, you know, the people have spoken and that – that is who we have as our FWWC Tag Team of the Year. So congratulations to the Hefty Boys. Yeah, congrats, congratulations. I, I won't, I won't take anything away from them. They definitely made an impact, and I'm sure they will be holding those titles here uh, sometime this year. But uh, my thoughts are known. Uh, why don't we go ahead and get to the final award here, and uh, we'll uh, hit our callers, and we'll get out of here for the evening. All right, our last. Award is our very best, our very top award in the FWWC. And what else can I say? FWWC Male Superstar of the Year goes to none other than the man, the ruthless Don, the leader of La Familia, El Mata. And what hasn't been said about El Mata, everything that he's done for the group, Everything he's done for Red Brand, FWWC, it's well documented. Regardless of how you feel or think that he's an underhanded, you know, evil person, you guys don't see what he does behind the scenes, all the good that he does for the group. So, so good, sad. like being a force that creates, you know, things like that crazy ass clown that's been running around. That's the kind of good he does for the FWWC. I don't know, man. Like El Monte like is not responsible. El Monte is not responsible for a deranged clown who bathes in baby powder. That is well, not his fault. Given given that you know he pretty directly said that you know that El Monte's actions are what are causing this. I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, you look for common denominators. That's the common denominator. So. 
just I'm just a little worried. Like I I like the FWWC, and seeing those two go to war, it's gonna tear it down to the shreds. Like that guy don't give a shit about anybody. Clearly, he kidnapped the therapist or whatever he was that was sent over to him by the BOD, and we know how Mata treats his enemies. Like it's gonna they're gonna tear the whole place down. We're gonna have nothing left. Well, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's well known. We're the most hated faction in FWWC history. Nobody likes us, and that's that's fine. Nobody likes what we do. That's fine. But we stand the test of time, and that's all that matters is we will never, ever go away. I mean, you know, Alexander the Great thought his empire would last, you know, generations, and, you know, one fatal move ended it all. So we'll we'll see what happens, but like I said, we've got some callers to get to. I definitely at least want to, you know, let them give their impact on, on both the Pick'em um, as well as, obviously, um, all the stuff that was going on here. But uh, allow me to go ahead and bring on the first of our callers without any further ado – the uh, the man who resides in Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Voorhees, how are you doing this evening? Marcus Mayhem, Curtis Black, is the one, the only, Voorhees. <laughs> hey, Voorhees, uh, so... <laughs> Um, you know, obviously you, you heard the news, or I'm assuming you heard the news, uh, that that Red Rum has been drafted to the FWWC Red Brand. Um, your thoughts, along with the fact that your your new stablemate El Diablo has has also been been drafted to the Red Brand or, or picked up, as you would say. Yeah, you owe me, Voorhees. Marcus Mayhem, you have made very, you made me actually happy that you have gotten red rum because at the Royal Rumble, him and Dark Lotus I am going to put their body parts into jars and label them. Boris, I thought your New Year's resolution was to not dismember people and put them in mason jars. I thought you was working on that. Well, Shouldn't have opened his mouth about me and Dark Lotus wants to follow behind Red Rum. So I need to teach them both what it means of pain, bloodshed, and destruction. Uh, Voorhees, I just 
Okay, I've said it once, I've said it a million times, but it will be the first time this decade. Mayhem, he's creating a hostile work environment. I don't know why you still employ him. Like, it just seems like, you know, tons of liability on your part. But hey, I'm not here to do your job. I'm here to do mine. Voorhees, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We got uh, another caller to get to here. Uh, but before we let you go, and I'm a little worried, but I'm going to do it anyways. Any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go? Oh, gosh. No. Should have been the killer of the year. That would have been me. But hey, I can show you better than I can tell you. Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, if there was a killer of the year, you probably would be nominated because, you know, last week on Monday, you wrecked a fart so bad it damn near killed everybody in the room for he. So I. I can give it to you. <laughs> I can give it to you, Voorhees. <laughs> you, you definitely knock him down, Voorhees, or whatever you're eating, dude. So you get points on that one. Mark Mayhem, tell your newly drafted Red Rum his time is now going to come to an end. Okay. Um, as always, that was Warhees, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Red Rum, I, uh, I'm i not really sure what, what, but hey, good luck, man, because he's crazy. And, and yeah. Um, we've got, I believe, one more caller. I'm going to clarify if we got somebody who might be listening, might want to come on. But uh, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the current Warriors Heart champion and the man who will be cashing in his Intercontinental Championship to make the title match at FWWC Royal Rumble, a triple, triple threat match featuring Hardcore Haas, Daniel Graham, and this man, the one, the only, Nightmare Jones. Jonesy, how are you doing this evening? Well, you know, I I I I was doing really, really, really well. Uh, you know, I I beat that idiot Huggy Bear, whatever the hell hell he is. And then I had to heal somebody that is in my own stable. Say that I'm not worthy of the Warriors Heart Championship. What's up with that, Marcus Mayhem? Oh, I guess <laughs> you must have heard. Well, when it comes to oh, come on, come on, let, let let's be real here. I'm Marcus Mayhem. All right, nobody mm-hmm. is untouched. Everyone can get it. I don't care who you are. And if it means bringing the Warriors Heart Championship back to my brand and even bringing it to, you know, someone like Hill Deal, maybe Robert, Def Hawks, you know, then I'll do what I got to do to make that happen. And if I got to take it from your grimy hands, 
Nightmare Jones, my brother, is exactly what I'm going to do by any means necessary. Kind of sounds to me like somebody's a little bit upset that uh, his little uh, sub faction he's got got uh, got going isn't as uh, as uh, popular as the other sub sub factions, huh? Because you got Hardcore Haas and one sub faction who's the uh, the FHC Heavyweight Champion, and then you've got Nightmare Jones and the other sub faction who is the uh, Voice Hall Champion, and well, I guess. Until Royal Rumble, the uh, the Intercontinental Champion, and yet your sub-faction has Roberto, who has, what, the European Championship? You know, it's a difference between having a stable of grown-ass men and a stable of crybabies. And I have to say, Nightmare Jones, when it comes to hardcores, and horses and you know the titles don't mean anything if it doesn't pack a punch and i'm sorry i had to tell hardcore sis and put her in her place and i hope you're listening hardcore sis you're not as tough as you think you are we all know that you're part of the wan wan squad and nightmare jones i hope you're not the man leading the way but it damn sure sounds like it so when Royal Rumble comes around, I hope you kiss that Warriors Heart Championship goodbye because it's leaving and it's coming back home to Red Brand. Never gonna happen. Anyway, what else you got for me, Curtis? Yeah, I just I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I got a quick question for you here, and, and we'll let you go. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you chose to give up a title. Um, you know, you yeah. are technically champion until, you know, Royal Rumble Sunday, but you did choose to give up the Intercontinental Championship to add yourself uh, to that match, as I, I said before. Uh, do you have any concern that that, that, that title is now going to f- fall out of the hands of La Familia, um, you know, potentially in the hands of, you know, somebody in the SOF or even somebody kind of running solo in the blue brand uh, who's going to want to make a name for themselves? <laughs> uh, no. Not at all. See, I I gave up the uh, the IC title for a shot at the uh, FHC, uh, but nobody still hasn't figured it out yet as to why I I did that. Nobody's figured it out yet. Like everybody is still stupid that they haven't even they're not looking at the bigger picture of what exactly I did. Would would you like to enlighten anybody, or are you going to keep that your little secret to yourself? Next question. All right. Well, Where the fuck I mean, is Mata? Oh shit! What's he doing in here? Okay, we gotta let we gotta let you go, Jonesy. What? Hey, go home. Where the fuck is Mata? Go home, Marcus. I know you know. You know Come on, I ain't no snitch. You know better than that. He's probably at the You ain't no snitch, staff. but you acting like a little bitch right now. Go home. No. Yeah, go go home and drink. No, 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 no. This, this shit this. gets handled. Sis no, knows no, she no. couldn't beat me one-on-one. She needed Mata's help. Where is he? Hey, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of this. I... 
Our, I, oh, oh boy, oh boy. <sighs> well, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm here you go, no, buddy. No, you know what? This this coming Monday, I want Mata's ass in the ring. I lie, I cheat, I Que pasa, chico? Oh, Danielito, Danielito. <laughs> Amigos, forgive me if I sound a little out of control. I'm out for a couple of drinks because my right hand hurts. I think I broke my pinky. <laughs> Come mierda, Daniel Grimm. Come mierda. What? That's hmm. it? No. <laughs> Come on. Let him talk. Let the dirty, stinking Rata talk. See if he can keep pace with a drunk This motherfucker. You're hiding now, huh? He can do. Big, big, tough man. Had to oh, punch I'm me. Litty. Run off. I'm litty. <laughs> punch me and run off like a little bitch because he lost his hardcore No, fight. I walk, bro. You ever seen my body shape, Holmes? I, I don't run nowhere. Oh, yeah. I walk casually up the ramp. Ah, uh, that's right. Celebrate. Your fat you ass still heard about bitch. Survivor Series. That's all right. You still salty. That's fine. Oh, no, Chico. I'm not hurt at all, Holmes. No, I'm motivated. You see me? See, the, the Heaven's Demons, we're back, homie. And, ooh, we got some surprises uh, for you, my back. friend. We're back. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to sit here and still blame somebody else. Instead of having to else. listen to you, you cockroach. We're back. Young yeah, you're still going to complain. You're still going to complain that somebody cost Shut you the tag titles, mouth. even though you couldn't even win them. Oh, man, I couldn't even <laughs> hey, What Mata. happened to you tonight, Daniel Grimm? What happened to you tonight? You got embarrassed, man, in front of 20,000 people, man. Just what is, you what is that show you about hardcore system? You got outsmarted. You got outworked, just like Curtis Black did when Sister Hoss took over as GM and you're just still pissed off about it, you little bitch. <laughs> what is that show about, sis, though? She can't win one-on-one against me. She needed your help. She did tonight, pendejo. What did the referee I mean, say? He said she, she The last won. time, too. Right? The last time I faced her, she didn't win. So, yes, she really did need your help. Listen to me right now. See, the difference between you and me is I created this game. I invented this game, and I do it better than you do. I have the boss to do it in front of 20,000 people and over 3 oh, million people so angry. on TV. See, you have to do it behind the back. You got to hire Mills and turn him into a crackhead to do your dirty right. work. See, La Familia, we don't hide nothing. We eliminate our Bruh, targets. In front I work of for the FWC. You think I got the money to pay off someone like Mills? In chats crying, you little bitch. We don't spend all day in the SOF chat crying about everything that's not going my way. Even when I got no, you just sit in the La Familia chat and cry about it. Shut your damn mouth. We, we bring it to the make forefront. Me. Unlike you little make me. You, you know what? Hey, hey. Piece of shit. I'll set you a challenge. You I'll set you a challenge. I'll set She's you a challenge. Fuck your challenge. I run this I'm shit. I'm going to kick your ass on Monday. You're at. No, I'm going to kick your ass on Monday if you fucking show you ain't up. Save, save your energy, sperm bank. You're going to need it for the for the Royal Rumble when you lose the hardcore championship, you pathetic worm, you trash juice ridden scumbag. I am in Mata. I am the king. I win every award. And if it ain't me, it's Mayhem or, or Jonesy or somebody else. It sure as hell ain't going to be you, you freaking bum. 
Oh, you love me. You really oh, love me. Sorry, time's up. You that sitting here, up, sitting here, and gotta insult me. Yet you don't even want right. to fight on Monday. We're no, you're gonna just sneak attack and run off. I'm even better at Look at that. All he's gotta do is interrupt. All he, all he can do is interrupt. What a little fucking punk. Everybody's going on. Everybody's going on mute here. Everybody's going timeout. All right. That that got that got way further than I should probably would have let it, but hey, it was pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. Um, we're gonna go ahead and end it with that. But before I do, I want to thank our sponsors <laughs> one more time. Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. I go back and listen to it from this week. There was a lot of good effort. I don't. I can't even right now. Like I'm so. I can't. This is great. This is why uh, the group is so great. <laughs> so, uh, again, thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, thank everybody who called in, and uh, we will see you guys next week uh, for the FWBC tonight. Deuces.